Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled, action-packed episode of Unleash Your Strengths. My name is Eddie Villa. It's so good to be here to share some awesomeness today. I'm going to talk about your strengths. I'm going to talk about in this show what I always talk about, which is what's awesome about you. And ultimately, the goal here is to help you love on who you are so you can do everything that way and let go of what you're not. And most people don't even know how to do that. And I sympathize 100% because I'll be honest, I've, I've been coaching and working with people for years, and I never really quite knew how to explain to a person how to love on who they are and let go of who they aren't without having to work with them for weeks or even months at a time sometimes to help them establish what's great about them. But now, now that I've have this amazing tool, the Clifton Strengths Report, I am super pumped about this. Um, it has been such a, a game changer and a life changer for me and of course the people in my organization and our business. Uh, right now, our, our organization is at a little over 225,000 people. And, um, and I'm just grateful that I have a, a platform where I can interact with them and help everybody, whether you're on my team or not, love on who you are and ultimately get everything you want in a way that honors who you are. So let's get started. Uh, today, we're going to talk about positivity. And as always, I'm sure you've heard uh, before. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to take the strength and I'm going to talk about what's awesome about this one particular strength. So I'm going to talk about what's awesome about this one particular strength and then I'm going to show for those of you that have this strength very high in your strengths report, how to use it at a higher level. And then for those of you who don't have it high, I'm going to help you ultimately do what they do in a way that in your way, because not everybody has this positivity strength, this strength I like to call contagious enthusiasm. <laughs> it's a really awesome strength. It's number 14 for me. It's the first strength in my strength report that actually is a relationship building strength. Uh, that shows up at number 14. So it's not even in my primary. I don't have any relationship building strengths in my primary. I used to have an issue with that, but then I realized I learned, oh, it has nothing to do with the fact that I do or don't build relationships. It just means that when I'm building relationships, I don't do it that way. This is one of the biggest things I've noticed when it comes to people taking their strengths report. I'm getting a lot of messages lately from people who want to look at their strengths report as a way of proving they can't do something. And I'm sorry, but if you show up to me and try to use your strengths report to prove to me you can't do something, I'm going to argue with you. <laughs> I'm going to defend your strengths. I'm going to defend your talents. You, when you sit and talk with me, you will walk away feeling and believing and knowing that you can do anything you want by looking at your strengths report. And so today, uh, for those of you who don't have positivity high like me, I'm going to show you how you can be contagiously enthusiastic with who you are without having to use positivity. And then of course, at the end, I'm gonna talk about what happens when we don't have gratitude for the strength. How do you show up? And I'm gonna show you how when you don't see positivity as a good thing, 
how you in that moment stop showing up authentically. And I'll break that down as well. All right. So first, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over the, the basic definition or description of the strength so we can understand the value. Once we get the value, okay, all right, how do we all do it that way? Or how do we all do that in a way that helps us be who we are? This is awesome. So we're going to talk about how to use positivity to improve your health, improve your relationships, improve your belief in yourself, and of course, put more money in your bank account. That's what we all want to do, right? Okay, so let's get into this. First off, by the way, before I get into this, just want to let everyone know, if you're interested in watching a live recording of this podcast episode that I'm doing right now, find me on Instagram, unleash underscore your underscore strengths, and go watch the live recording. It's pretty cool. All right. Uh, so positivity. So positivity, the basic description is people talented in the positivity theme have contagious enthusiasm. It's brilliant. That's about, it's the perfect way to describe it. I love when the strengths are that simple to describe. Uh, they are upbeat and can get others excited about what they're going to do. Here's what I want to tell you. For those of you who follow my show or watch um, anything I've ever done, I can tell you right now that everybody would always say Eddie is totally contagiously enthusiastic, <laughs> right? For those of you that are watching on Instagram, isn't that true? Of course I am. But, but if I am contagiously enthusiastic, yet positivity shows up so in the middle of my strengths, how could that be? Um, I want you to understand that your strengths have nothing to do with what you can or cannot do. It's how you do everything. So how does Eddie show up as positivity? He uses his other strengths. I use my other strengths to do that. Okay. So that's what I'm going to share with you in this situation. So let's break down positivity just a little bit more. Uh, so for those of you that have high positivity, this is, the, this is you. You are generous with praise. You are quick to smile and always on the lookout for the positive in the situation. Some call you lighthearted. Others just wish that, others just wish that their glass were as full as yours seems to be. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny how it, I, I think this describes me, even though it's lower for me. Uh, but either way, people want to be around you. Their world looks better around you because your enthusiasm is contagious. Lacking your energy and optimism, some find their world drab with repetition or worse, heavy with pressure. You seem to find a way to lighten their spirit. You inject drama into every project. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I would definitely say if you've got positivity and communication, I can see how people would classify you as loud. Totally get that. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, okay. So you celebrate every achievement. You always find a way to make everything more exciting and more vital. Some cynics may reject your energy, but you are rarely dragged down. Your positivity won't allow it. Somehow you can't quite escape your conviction that, is good to be, that it's good to be alive, that work can be fun, and that no matter what the setbacks, no one, uh, sorry, no matter what the sex setbacks, one must never lose one's sense of humor. Okay, so I'm, I'm watching here on Instagram Live. Fiona, thanks very much for commenting. Positivity, positivity number three for me. Awesome. Okay, look at that. Fiona, you just, uh, you're on my show. How cool is that? You know what? I think I'm going to do this. Uh, when I'm recording my show now, um, I'm going to do this now. This is going to be fun. I, for those of you, if you're ever catching me on Instagram Live and you're there when I'm recording, you can actually make it on my show. Fiona, thank you so much. Um, all right, so let's talk about this positivity strength for just a moment. Why is this such a good thing? When you, 
Hey, so people with high positivity understand that before you go into any kind of uh, frame of mind or uh, before you go into any project or you go into any group or program or you, uh, uh, you try to accomplish anything before you go do something for you, you know, if you've got high positivity, you know that having a positive attitude puts you in a higher, we'll call it a vibration where you are, you're basically um, in a situation where you expect things to go well. I remember when I was a kid, I, I don't know how this got into my head, but I, I used to get let down a lot. I used to get frustrated. I used to be disappointed quite often by people or situations. And, and I came up with this strategy, which I think was the stupidest thing I've ever learned or ever thought, because I ran with this for a very long time. And the stupidest strategy I came up with was this, hey, before you go into any situation, just expect it to go poorly. That way, you're never going to be disappointed. You only have an opportunity to be uplifted or surprised or encouraged. And I, I thought that was a brilliant strategy. And it's amazing how I, like we can all come up with strategies that we think are amazing and wonderful. And then it turns out that it was the stupidest idea. It was a poor idea. And it turns out that it actually is the opposite of what we're trying to create. And I'm, it, it, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've come up with a lot of bonehead ideas in my life where in my head, it sounded like the greatest idea ever, but it turned out to be the opposite of what I wanted. Has any, have you ever felt like that? Um, <laughs> have you ever done that? Why is it that we can never, I could never come up with a, an idea that just meh, like nothing really. It's like, whatever. It's either gloriously successful or tragically failure, <laughs> a tragic failure. It's always on, on opposite ends of that spectrum. It's never quite in the middle. But uh, anyway, my point of bringing this up is that people with high positivity believe by having this focus on that things are going to go perfectly, having that kind of helps create the result that they're looking for. It's like that little edge, that little spice, that little extra something that makes the, the whatever it is they create or are involved with just that much better, that much more special. And so that's an awesome thing. You have to think about that, right? We've, I've talked about the science in my show a lot about the science of the reticular activating system and how what you look for, you will find, right? And so if I go into every single situation expecting that it's going to great, be great, then all I will find is proof of that. You know, and, and I didn't understand that growing up. I, I thought it would be better to be negative than to be positive. Maybe that's why positivity didn't show up so high on my strengths report. But ultimately, to go into every situation with that belief that it's going to go well, that is what everybody should look to embrace, like find the value in it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about the rest of you, but I've gone into situations where I expected it to go poorly. And when I do or when I have done that, it's amazing how poorly I have shown up. It's amazing how un inauthentic i become when i show up in any situation expecting it to go poorly or almost almost in some ways hoping it'll go poorly just so i can say well that was that was a mess and i knew it that was how i used to think that was totally how i that was a strategy and i'm amazed at how pathetic and poor that was that idea was 
I mean, it was really bad. It was a dumb idea. Um, and for those of you that try to go into situations like that, if I was sitting there next to you, I would, I would just look at you in the eye and I'd say, why are you doing that? What is the value for you in going into any situation or meeting or even meeting other people in a way that you're expecting things to go poorly? Why would you do that? What's the value? There's no way you can prove to me that there's value in that, except that maybe you're trying to protect yourself from potential pain. And I think that's, I think that's the only reason why anybody would do that. But you have to look back in your life and see the proof. The proof is that anytime you expect something to go poorly, it does. And you walk away not feeling justified. You actually walk away just being confirmed that who you are or what you are didn't show up. So I'm not asking you to just show up and be positive and rock positivity if that's not one of yours. What I just want you to do is question how you show up when you're connecting with other people because that's what positivity is. It's a, it's a relationship building strength. So. How do we do this positivity thing if it's so low? I can tell that if, and the only kind of people that would have positivity low in their strengths is probably somebody who feels like it's a, a waste of time. Like it's, um, uh, like you're trying to make something more than what it actually is. Uh, one of the things I love about like the communication strength, for example, for those of you who have communication high, you like to add a lot of dramatic words to things like, uh, like, Hey, like people with communication high would go, this is a delicious, scrumptious, amazing donut, right? And then somebody with communication low would say, it's a donut. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else to it. And I feel like people with high positivity would do something very similar is say, oh my gosh, this I ate a donut and it was so good. You have to try it. I mean, seriously, it's amazing. You got to try this donut. It's a, like, it's the best donut I've ever had in my life, Right. And I think the only reason why anybody would have positivity low is that they just reject this concept of trying to make something more than it, what it actually is. It's just a donut. Yeah, it's great. I love it. But it, let's try not to blow it up into something it's not. But you have to see, even if you don't like to make things more than it actually is, you have to see the value of being able to look at things in a way that, oh, this, is, this could be more than just a donut. This could actually be a very joyful experience to eat this donut or to share it with a group of other people, right? And so if you have positivity low, I think it's important for you to address the fact that you don't like to make things more than they actually are. But I'm going to throw a big fat button there. If you want to influence other people, if you want to, if you want to connect with people better, if you want to get things done more efficiently, if you want to think, learn, and create a little bit better or just be more influential, you have to understand that, the, that people, don't look, people don't naturally listen for um, basic descriptions of things. Like, for example, if you're trying to sell something, you got to describe the spice. Like if you're trying to sell a steak, don't just say it's a steak. You got to say it's a delicious steak that was prepared by, you know, <laughs> by magicians and, and unicorns. Okay. You kind of have to sell the story a little bit, but not for the sake of just being positive, but honestly, for the sake of, of bringing and engaging your audience to be a part of the journey of whatever it is you're sharing. I mean, that's it. That's it. 
There's a part of the brain that when you're, okay, so like, I want you to think about this. If you're standing in front of a group of people and you're trying to present something, if you're trying to sell a donut and you tell them I've got a donut for sale, you're done. But if you're really trying to affect this group of people in front of you by telling them, hey, I've got this donut and you want them to buy the donut, you're going to have to engage a little bit of drama. And here's what I mean. <laughs> I don't know why people, so many people don't understand this. This is crazy. I read this amazing book called Pitch Anything by Oren Cloth. You got to read it. And in this book, he talks about it. Is that the part of the brain that listens is different than the part of the brain that communicates. So if you tell people it's a donut and that they should buy it, you're not communicating to the part of the brain that listens. So the audience that's in front of you, they want to hear the drama. They want to hear what's the point. Why are you standing in front of me with that donut? Why do I care? And so if you don't have positivity high, you're going to consciously engage this ability that people with high positivity have by being more strategic, okay? And so then you sell the drama a little bit. You talk about the pain, the pain that this donut solves. And when you talk about the pain the donut solves, you're doing things that positivity people can do naturally, which is bring in the good news. Here's why, here's why by getting this donut, I'm going to solve all that problem and all the other problems you have in your life. Okay. So that's, that's basically the concept here. Now, if you're, if you don't have positivity high or you do have positivity high and you don't like it, I can see how you would look at people with high positivity as being insincere or naive, or superficial, okay? I get it. I understand that. And, you know, especially if you don't have positivity high, you probably don't even see the value and think someone's just being fake for the sake of being fake. But you have to understand that the, there's another aspect of it that's so much more valuable. But when you view a person who is contagiously enthusiastic, like if they have positivity number one, the moment you look at them as being insincere or naive or superficial, when you're in their presence, you are no longer being you. You are actually being something else. You stop being authentic. And in that moment, you cease being valuable to the people around you because you have ceased to see the value of the, of the people around you. So I'm going to challenge you instead to look at positivity as nothing but contagiously enthusiastic. You got to understand that if you want to be more productive, you have a lot of executing strengths, you're going to need some contagious enthusiasm, my friend. You're going to need to get some people rallied to your cause. And so these people with high positivity, you need a few of them on your team because they're a lot more lighthearted than you. They're far more energetic. They're generous with praise, which people like to be around. And they're optimistic, which is always needed in your team. No matter what you do, if you're trying to learn more, you need people with high positivity. If you're trying to get things done faster, you need people with high positivity. If you're trying to move people forward and get more influence around you, you need people with high positivity because they're going to bring the audience. They're going to bring the noise that has people go, mm, what's going on over there? Uh, I'll tell you one more story. When I was at Disneyland, when I was working at Disneyland, I'll wrap this up and help you understand this. Uh, one of the things I worked at was a, a place, a building called Innoventions. And Innoventions upstairs, this was in 2000, no, it was 1998. Okay, I was working at Disneyland. Innoventions was brand new. And upstairs, I was doing a show for Kaiser Permanente. And Kaiser Permanente had a section in the building uh, in Disneyland where I talked about their website 
where you could use your website as a way to, to help, you know, people, you know, better improve their health. Anyway, it was very boring, but I was, I had a scripted show where I showed up as Dr. Fix It and I would show up and I would gather people around and I would tell them about this new tonic to help everybody see how back in the day, that's how we fixed, that's how we help people. Guys would travel from town to town, kind of like a Doc Terminus in, uh, in the original Pete's Dragon. And they would bring these like fancy elixirs, right? And so I, I remember one of the first shows I ever did at Disneyland. I put on the mic and I ran out into the, into the on stage and I just started firing up loud and I was obnoxious and I was talking about everybody. Come on, gather around people. And I was like, like doing a print impression of Doc Terminus was in my opinion. That's what I was doing. And I'm bringing I'm gathering people and, and my friends, it was so easy. Uh, even in Disneyland to gather people. And, and I did it through what I would call a contagious, enthusiastic welcome. And I was so fired up that within two minutes, I had 15 people in front of me. And I told them, and I did my script, and I did my spiel. And whether or not you find that kind of a talent valuable, you, ha- you can't doubt the fact that that is a good thing. So how do you go all in with this strength is you embrace the fact that you can be loud, you can be fun, and you can be a thing that drives people in. You are the hook that leads to the change that you're trying to implement. I love that. So I hope you got a lot from that. I hope like for for me, I hope you understood that being high positivity, which I'm not, it doesn't mean you can't be contagiously enthusiastic. But if you've got people in your business or people you know or people you're, uh, you're you know, even if you're married to somebody with high positivity, I want you to start focusing on that strength and going, oh my gosh, it's so cool what you can do. And encourage that person or even yourself to do those things at a higher level in a way that helps you improve your health, improve your relationships, improve your belief in yourself, and ultimately put more money in your bank account. We can do all of those things through positivity. So if you like this episode, share it with every other people. I appreciate you listening. Um, Unleash Your Strengths is a show that I'm just super passionate about. I love it. And then those of you that are watching or listening, I should say, the downloads are showing you, you enjoy it too. And uh, what I would love for you to do is take two seconds and give me a five-star rating and review on the show. Tell me you love it. Tell me what you love about it. And I promise you, I will never stop. Uh, all the downloads I'm getting and the messages I get from people, it means the world to me. Uh, I, I got a few people that have been